Hi, my friends. Welcome into this week's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you found us here. We know that you have a lot of options of things to watch and listen to, and we are so, so happy that you chose us to be a part of your day today. Father Anthony and I have a great episode here for you today. Uh, we recap a little bit more about my trip to go see him last month. We talked about uh, us watching wrestling together, and uh, he's a huge wrestling fan, and this was my first time really ever watching it. So we talk about our experience of that. We talk a little bit about how he has a pre has no idea where to buy diapers, which is one of the funnier experiences of my life hanging out with him up in, in Pittsburgh. We also uh, play a brand new Catholic Word Association game that we think really works. We hope that you enjoy it. And then to close out this week's show, I make some of maybe my most audacious claims about me and Jesus. I hope that you enjoy today's show. If you do, please hit subscribe wherever you are listening or if you're watching on YouTube. We really do appreciate it. Enjoy today's show, my friends. Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is my friend. He's a priest, but uh, he's a big lefty. As he's a big fan of the culture of death, supporting the modernist Bergoglio agenda, losing the sight of truth, uh, and he cowtoes to social the social justice lefty agenda. Father Anthony Sharapa, how are you today? Oh, it's good. It sounds like someone's definitely listened to all my podcasts, so <laughs> yes. that's, that's good. <laughs> You want to tell people why I introduced you like that? <laughs> yeah, so I, I rarely check uh, really any stats or anything on my uh, podcast, clerically speaking. Uh, but I was just kind of curious the other day, and I looked over some of the reviews, and that was a zero-star review. Um, the fun part about that, guys, I think I made like a, a offhanded joke that I'm a big lefty, because I was going to say something about, I don't know, social justice or something, you know. And um, I do have some left-leaning reviews, but like, come on. Anywho, uh, so the the fun part about that comment um, is the the person who commented's name is uh, was Evie Brawny, uh, Ava Braun, which is uh, Hitler, Hitler's girlfriend, actually. Oh, so, I didn't know that. I, you yeah. mentioned that it was a funny name, and I was like, ah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that's one heck of a thing to call yourself uh, as a Catholic, and then I mean, I uh, see why he hates lefties. I mean, that's about as far right as you can get. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, weird talking about the culture of death when uh, your name is associated with the death of millions of Jews. But, you know, what? You, 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 who am I to say, really? You know, maybe maybe you think about this. Maybe he has some good critiques. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so seeing you fun. go through that made me feel better. Uh, so thanks for that. Uh, and the yes. reason that it makes me feel better is because I have gotten more hate comments on like mostly like our YouTube reels or our like Instagram shorts, like a little clips that we share or whatever. Where like I've I've seen the stats, like the people who watch those videos, like it's great in one sense. In one sense, like yeah. those videos, five percent, like less than five percent of the people viewing those videos are like subscribers to our YouTube channel or like followers of our Instagram. Like yeah. the algorithms are pushing it out to people that have never heard of Forte Catholic, never heard of me, never heard of you. And like, that's the whole point. Like it's, it's working. Right. But yeah. the negative side that comes with that is they have no idea who I am, who you are, what Forte Catholic is. So there have been like I'm used to the like like the Eva Bronze of the world, like the super atheists, like that just hate <laughs> Catholicism. Like I'm used to that. But yeah. more recently it's been like, Protestants or other Catholics who just oh, yeah. like don't understand 
jokes. Like they don't yeah. understand mm-hmm. that there is a joke, that you can make a joke about Catholicism, that you can make a joke about the Bible. Like that's just not allowed, right? So they come in and they start arguing like little points. Like just like this person is arguing like you I, I listen to your podcast. I've listened to every second of every episode <laughs> you've ever done. And like you did say jokingly, but like it's like it's one of those things that if you don't know the person and if you're just like reading it on a script, like if they were reading a text of like the transcript of what you said, right, right. you you said it. You said yeah, I'm a big lefty. I did. But if you yeah. listen to the podcast, you're like, Haha, yeah, of course I'm a big lefty. And, and then you said your thing. Like it's pretty clear you were joking, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But people just don't get the joke. And honestly, dude, <laughs> I'm getting so tired of it. I had a group of Protestants just completely attack me about something, and I'm like. At first, I started like play. Like I don't argue on the internet. It's not something I actually do. Now I'll play yeah. with people. I will. Yes, I've if- seen you mess with people on the internet before. <laughs> I have seen that. It's, it's a good time. I'm joking. You're taking this very seriously. I'm going <laughs> to continue to joke. You're going to get seriously more angry. And then whenever yeah. I'm done, I block you. It's a great, great solution. <laughs> but it is, if I'm being honest, it is starting to get to me a little bit because, like. I don't understand how you don't get that this is a joke. Like, I make a joke about something, and somebody's like, that's not what it says in catechism. I don't care. I don't care. I was making a joke. (laughs) I care about being theologically accurate when I'm giving a talk or I'm being serious. I don't care when I'm making a joke. It's so annoying. It is annoying. Um, uh, For me, it's it's not too bad because I don't have much – I don't have to have much contact with that side of uh, my podcast, Nick and uh, Riley. My producers take care of that for me, uh, so it's nice. Uh, but something about the the shot and chaser of uh, Hitler's girlfriend saying I was uh, <laughs> uh, not Catholic enough for them was uh, that was fascinating. Uh, but yeah, it's it's um, man, most people are normal, um, but everyone who isn't is on the internet, and the internet makes you less normal. Man, it's it's <laughs> it's a crazy thing. It's it gives you brain worms, um, uh, and it's yeah. I, I mean, I've been in that headspace before. You know, when I had my big old Twitter account and stuff, that stuff would get to me. Um, so I get it. Yeah, it's it's rough. Like strangers like hating you for no reason is it's unsettling. It's an unsettling feeling. <laughs> you start. Yeah. The one that really got to me was like it because it, I, I, I like I the matter, depending on the mood I'm in. I'm either I either delete and block immediately or I play right. with them for a little while and then I then I block and delete. Right. But the one that really got me and like ultimately I can block and delete all these people, which is eventually what I did. But yeah. There was this, there was this, I was arguing with this Protestant guy on this thing that I, that I posted on Instagram. Yeah. And then like, he went and got his posse and he was like, Hey, Uh, let's go dunk on this person. And then like, like to try to make it look like I'm losing the argument. But like, I I went and looked at their profiles. It's all the same last name. It was like his wife, his mom and his sister. I'm like, bro, like you got to have better time. You got to have better things to do. You just have to have better things to do. <laughs> first of all, first of all, crusades are a Catholic thing. You know, grabbing all of our cronies and waging a holy war. That's us. So come on now, buddy. And now somebody's going to watch this clip and be like, that leftist priest is pro crusades. So. <laughs> if you find any of that, you send that my way. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, speaking of uh, Protestants and my – so the last episode that we recorded was episode 350. We were there live recording from – together uh, from yeah. the rectory. That's where you are now. But I am now, you know, 1,500 miles away or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But there were some things that, one, we just didn't get to while we were recording live. Or, two, like I was there for another day and a half after we recorded. Like other right. stuff yep. happened. So um, – a lot of today's show is going to be like looking back on 
uh, our time together. We recorded our last episode in the midst of our time together. Um, but uh, one of the things that I, um, my, my idea, and maybe this was around the same time the Protestants were yelling at me. Uh, sure. So I think I came up with a modern day crusade that I would like for you to go on. Uh, okay. Because when I was visiting you, there, your church, we talked about it ad nauseum. Like it's, uh, you like how I use Latin? That, that makes me feel better about myself. Hey, look, at you, look at you. Ad nauseum, <laughs> ad orientum, ad exactly. we're all getting sick, you know. Um, <laughs> but your, your church looks like a castle. But I think it looks like a castle because it had to fit in. Like the Presbyterian church next door, the Methodist church down the road, the, like every Protestant church on this road looks beautiful. They're just beautiful, yeah. beautiful churches. So um, I was in the midst of being frustrated by, you know, Protestants constantly yelling at me and telling me I'm going to hell uh, mm-hmm. that I thought what you should do. Uh, okay. it's, a, it's, it's a modern day and, and uh, meaning that not only is it right now, but it's also a little bit later. Like, yeah, Crusades, we might have learned our lesson. Maybe, you know, maybe killing everybody isn't the, the right option, right? Yeah. You know, you, everyone makes mistakes. Right, everybody makes mistakes, right? Um, but I, I found a I found the Martin Luther King Jr. version of the Crusades. It's nonviolent, okay. but I think it would be so much fun. Okay, I need you on a Sunday morning because you literally live, I don't know, a hundred steps away from this. It's pre- Presbyterian, right? It's a Presbyterian yeah. church next door. Uh, that yeah, the one right next to is Presbyterian, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful, beautiful church. Uh, what I think you should do is go dressed completely, like, as a priest. Like, maybe not wearing, like, what you wear at Mass, but, like, you know, wear your Roman collar, and, like, they probably know who you are. Like, it's next door, right? What I want you to do is I want you to go dressed as a Catholic priest, as you are, Mm -hmm. um, go sit in their congregation on Sunday morning. You know, you don't have every Sunday Mass. Like, you don't have to cover it, right? That's Um, true. But I want you to just go there with a big notepad and take notes the whole time, and, like, when people start coming to you, like you cover up the notes and you like, don't let them look over your shoulder. Like, I want you to look like you're there, like as a, as an infiltrator and just don't ask, don't answer any questions. It's a modern day crusade. And it would make me feel better about all the Protestants yelling ab- about at me. Uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Paranoid. Yes. <laughs> I go in there with my cassock on, like looking super Roman and then just right. <laughs> I, a leather bound notebook to like a real fancy, large one. I bring out like a quill. And like a ink pen, so just I look really medieval with this stuff, and just I'm scribbling down furiously uh, whenever the pastor says anything, and looking around, taking notes on the people next to me and everything. Meanwhile, just like drawings of like trees and like smiley faces and stuff. But that's uh, an idea. Um, uh, I will consider that if I if I were to do it, it'd be for you, which means I'm probably not going to do it. But if I were to do it, it'd be for you. Um. I know, I know you don't say, like, I, I went to your mass. We talked about it a lot last time. It's very yeah. reverent, no, uh, novus ordo, but a lot of, like, older traditions. Like, we did ad orientum, and when, there was a little bit of Latin. Like, you know enough Latin. Like, you at least yeah. know, like, you know, like, the, the mass parts. Like, do you know the Our Father yeah. in Latin? Like, could you write it out? Father knows their equation. I could, I could fake it. Yeah. 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 That's what you need to be writing. You, like, mm. you need to be writing all of your notes in Latin. Like, they won't know that it's the Our Father, but they'll be like, why is this priest taking notes on us in Latin? And I'm like, ah, yes, the sermon went too long. And meanwhile, it just says, you know, rest in peace or whatever in Latin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, it's just the Gloria written out in Latin. And like, <laughs> just as, as, it's just this Ave nauseum. Maria, gracia yeah. plena, and just like exactly. do all that. It'd be very funny. I, I think it's a great skit. 
but uh, I, I like I want to be there and put like a hidden camera in there. I, I just think it'd be incredible. I think it'd be so. Much it would fun. be. It would make great TV. <laughs> yeah. Um. One of the other things that we did, and this is the this is uh, I think going to be the bulk of our of our initial conversation here, mm-hmm. is we did something together. At least we started together. We did something mostly together. That is yep. a big love of yours, and uh, something that I have poked fun about about you uh, to you about you. I don't know how to say that. Um, yeah, I've made fun of you for for a very long time, and that right. is you as a grown man. Your love for professional wrestling, like the mm-hmm. WWE and WWF and this sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, the last time I was in town, you made me watch like some documentary. Like a documentary is going to make me a fan of something. Like if you want me to be a fan of anything. Don't start with a documentary. <laughs> Lesson learned, you know. I thought like, hey, maybe this will like appeal to Taylor's more intellectual side, and they will. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, not at all. You yeah. you're trying to appeal to my dumber side, which would be liking professional wrestling. That's so, true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at at your brother's uh, baby shower, also known as a Preger kegger for for the men. We were having a very yes. good time. Uh, I got to meet I got to meet a lot of your family. I got to meet a lot of his friends. It was a, it was a very fun time. But yeah. uh, about halfway into this party, you were like, you know, you prepped me. You were like, halfway through this party, I'm going to leave. Not leave, but like, I'm going to go inside and I'm not going to be part of the party anymore. I'm going to yeah. be watching professional wrestling because there was some big event. What was the big event? Summer Slam. It's one of the big four pay-per-views. Um, mm-hmm. It's a big one, so. So uh, you were so excited to watch this. And like it came on like the first couple of fights or whatever matches. Uh, I wasn't really into it. But like then they started getting to like names I've heard of. Like I've heard of Roman Reigns. I've heard of, yeah. you know, whatever. So I was like, OK, I'll go in and, and, and watch this. So uh, we're going to talk about our experience of watching this together and then not together. Uh, but just just going into this. What did you expect to happen with me at this party with wrestling? Like, did you think that I would watch? Did you think I ignore the whole thing? Did you like, what did you assume was going to happen with me being there with your baby known as professional wrestling? Yes. Yes. So the breaker kicker is next big celebration. You bring some diapers and we hang out. We had, you know, uh, meatball sandwiches and stuff. It was a great time. And it just happened to fall on the night of SummerSlam. So Nick was just going to have it on the TVs in the house. So if you're in the house, you can watch it. A lot of people stayed outside smoking cigars and that sort of thing. And I was like, you know, there are some matches I definitely have to watch uh, that I'm excited for. I'm going to see. And that's all I thought about. It. I think I, I think I was very blunt. It's like, I am going to watch wrestling. I do not care what anyone else does. Um, and I would pop outside a few times when it was something that I was not interested in as much. Um, so I did not expect like the you... women's fights. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're great. But they're, this this pay-per-view that worth anything, except for the one that I want to see. Uh, anywho, uh, so I figured maybe you would like poke your head in and make fun of me, and that would be the extent of it, if if at all. Uh, but near the end of the night, uh, as we get to like the main event and everything, more and more people started filtering in, and we had like a whole crew of people, um, and most of them were not wrestling fans, <laughs> uh, uh, but we were all just watching I it. I, I don't know if that's a fair assessment. Okay, My yeah. assessment of the room would that, was that it was pretty evenly half and half. Okay, and, okay. Like it was legitimately like the left side and the right side of the room. Like it felt mm-hmm. like a left versus right battle, you know? Um ironically enough, you were on the right side this time, not a big left, yes. a big righty. Yes, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but it was it it became fun for me, and I'll explain why later. I'm not sure if I enjoyed wrestling, but I enjoyed that night thoroughly. <laughs> it was a great night, yeah, you know? Um, and I was, I was doing a little bit of Sherpa work. I was I was uh, explaining some things as we go along, you know, uh, for people who cared. Um, at the very end of the night, I remember 
for the main events, I left that main room and went to the basement so I could watch the last <laughs> match in silence. So that was like my thing. But for, for a significant amount of time, like three or four matches or whatever, we were we were watching the graps, the wrestling. Yeah. So I, I think uh, there's two questions, but it's really one question. The first question that you don't need to really answer because I think you'll answer it with the second is yeah. um, how was watching wrestling with me? That's the question you don't have to answer because the next question is, uh, you definitely chose to leave the room that I was in while watching wrestling. So what yeah. went into that decision? <laughs> yeah. So if we were watching like a, a, a pay-per-view that wasn't that big a deal, I would stay in that room. No big deal. You know, and all the joshing. So it's fine. But this is like a, a, one of the big storylines I was really invested in. So I didn't mind. I, but like I knew like this is the thing I really want to watch. And so now I'm leaving because I really want to watch this thing. I was actually, you know, happy just to um, even if you don't like it, even if it's not your thing, it's like, oh, Taylor's sharing a, a, a thing that I like. Isn't that nice? Like you you went to my parish. You saw me do priestly things. Now you're uh, involved in some of the dumber things that I like and do. I like being a priest. I like watching wrestling. So like that was nice, even if you're joshing. I know it's all good. Fine. I the, the whole um, gamut. We ran the whole gamut that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I wasn't uh, offended at all, but like you know, it's kind of like um, it, maybe if like I didn't care about football and I, and like for the last quarter of the of the uh, game, you're like, I need to go just watch this because I have a lot of money bet on this or whatever. I'm really or whatever it is, you know, it would be kind of like something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very fair. That's very that's a very fair uh, comparison. Um, I will say this: I uh, how I acted that evening. I um, I think I started generally inquisitive. And I was like, look, this is important to him. And we finally had this opportunity where we get to watch this big thing together. So I started in a good place, I think. Absolutely. And I, and I was inquisitive and I was asking questions. But two things happened. One, um, I, I started not liking some of the answers. Like some of the answers started being like the reasons why I don't like, like wrestling. I'm like, yeah. Why did that happen? It's like one of the things that drove me the most crazy was yeah. like, okay, like we all we all realize that it's like scripted, but yet re like they're still really hitting each other. Like they're yeah. the whole like real versus fake debate is a debate we've had before. But then like I had never watched it really before. So I'm like, is that fake? Is that real? And like I could get that that could be a little annoying, right? But then sure. some of the stuff started really frustrating me. Like, yeah, they you know, like in like, I don't know, real wrestling or like any other fight, like there's like a 10 count or a three count, right? So in, oh, yeah. in, in mm -hmm. this wrestling, it's a three count. And every single time somebody got somebody like wrapped up, they would wait till two and a half seconds and then get out of it. I'm like, if you want to make it look realistic, have them get out at one second, just once, just <laughs> once. Like I was getting so actually angry. And you're like, I, I, I asked you, I was like, why do they wait till two and a half seconds every time? They're like, oh, to make it more suspenseful. I'm like, it's not suspenseful because every single night you're like, and then I was like, I was like, I'm a non-wrestling fan. And they were getting so close. Two and a half seconds is so close to three seconds. And I'm so like, I, I don't know if they tapped or not because everybody's yelling and cheering. Are they cheering because the person got out or because he just won? I don't know who just won. <laughs> I don't understand. Yes, <laughs> I was getting so angry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times at like the beginning of the match, when they do a pinfall, it'll be like one second or whatever. But for those big dramatic matches, they like overdo everything. So 
everything is this like close shave. The idea is like setting up a story where it's like anyone could win at any moment. They're like, took a big move, kicking out two and a half. Oh, they barely survived. Oh, oh drama, drama, drama. Yeah. And if you're not used to that rhythm, then it can be very confusing. <laughs> also, like if you're a wrestling fan, you have a general idea of what's going to finish a match and what's not. So each wrestler has like their special move, their finisher move. And when they do that, there's a really good chance the match is going to end. So when they kick out of a big finishing move that normally they never kick out of, it's a dramatic deal. And that sort of thing happens on pay-per-views more often than on a TV show, right? Most of the times on the TV show, it's the big move, match is over. Um, but in the big pay-per-views, they summon that extra strength, that extra willpower, and they kick out at two and a half. And it's so dramatic. And everyone starts yelling. That's the idea. Yeah, it was just so so. It's, that's an example, but there were just multiple things where, like, I at the beginning, I got, was generally inquisitive and was like, "I'm going to accept these answers." But then at the same time, I was like, "I don't like some of these answers." But at the the other half, I was like, "Okay, I like this." And like, I like if I'm being honest, I got generally, 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 genuinely invested in so, some of the fights, right? Mm -hmm. Where I was like, I was like, like. Essentially, whoever I picked to root for, I don't know any of these people, but like, yeah. I would ask you or some other wrestling fan the kind of backstory just so I could kind of get into it. And I'd be like, okay, who am I rooting for? Every single person that I rooted for until the last match, until you left the room, whoever yeah. I was rooting for was a surefire way to know that they were going to lose. Every <laughs> single person that I rooted for lost. I was getting so mad, but yeah. like, which means that I was invested, and that took a little bit of uh, you know introspection. Like, oh, do I actually care about this? For, you know, um, yeah. so it was an interesting evening for me. I, I mentioned that there were two things that I think um, happened that evening. One, I started not liking the answers. Two, yeah. as you mentioned, as the crowd got bigger and it became more of a divisive uh, uh, evening. Yeah, uh, there was like the wrestling side and the non-wrestling side, and all of the non-wrestling side was doing some like real questioning and then just making fun of the other side. Yeah. Like we're just <laughs> genuinely making fun of everybody else on the other side. And um, what I don't know if you know happened, uh, but when you left, there was yeah. still another Sharapa in the room, your brother, Nick, who's hosting the party. Yeah. And with yeah. you gone as the main person answering the idiot in the other room, other side of the room's questions, yeah. he became public enemy number one, meaning I think we became public enemy number one. So the not side was me, a couple of randos, and like all of the other priests in the room. Like you're the yeah. only priest on the pro pro wrestling side. Exactly. All the other exactly. priests with me. So me, I, I riled myself and all of your brother's priest friends against <laughs> him at his party. Yeah. And I think he got genuine like genuinely mad for a little while oh yeah he was he was he told me about it yeah. so i was he wanted like this... to be a good host to not leave but like yeah he was ticked off yeah i was like this is really weird i was like first of all you invited me to a wrestling party when you know that i didn't like it you knew that yeah. Yeah, the rest of the people in the room didn't like it so i was like at some on some level what do you expect but the second level it was kind of like a oh uh I have my limits, but when the room starts getting carried away and I have three other priests egging me on, like, I'm probably going to do it, you know? So yeah. <laughs> it was a very funny thing where, like, I ended up liking it, but, like, it got so funny, dude. Like, that yeah. last match, yeah. I think the last match, you were you were watching downstairs and it was very quiet with two other people. I was upstairs and we are howling laughing because, mm -hmm. like, like, one of the guys, like, 
pulled out 48 chairs. One of the big guys. Roman Reigns is laying yeah. on the ground, like yeah. ready to be completely knocked out. This other this other guy could take over. And he lays out 48 chairs instead of yeah. just taking one. And he, like, why do you need 48 chairs? You know? And then uh, uh, you want to know how he lost? Ten minutes later, he got thrown onto the 48 chairs. I'm like, uh, it's, just, it's just so hubris. dumb. Like, like, the hubris <laughs> of bringing out all those chairs. The karmic justice of it all. Oh, it's, it's a Greek it's, tragedy it is what that is. Ridiculous. I'm like, like when it just doesn't make sense. Like, so that's the that's the reason that like I can say I am still not a wrestling fan, but I thoroughly enjoyed that evening. It was yeah. it was a fun thing to be a part of for me. Like, not only at first I was the only outsider, and then I became one of many outsiders. And there was some like. I would like to know what this is, and I don't want to care about what you care about, and then just yeah. like, but ultimately I can't because it's stupid. Uh, so <laughs> it was it was a fun evening for me. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. And Nick Nick Nick's used to that. He invites people uh, to watch wrestling all the time, and he gets good crowds and bad crowds. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of times we're like, okay, for WrestleMania, Nick, it's just gonna be you and me because we're not inviting anyone. So he's used to all that stuff. It's no big deal. He got over it real quick. Uh, but yeah. He I mean, didn't, he didn't that, text me for like two weeks after that. I, I don't think he got over it real quick. I think he got over it, but I don't think he got over it real quick. I was like, I yeah. can take back the diapers I bought for you if you'd like. <laughs> uh, speaking of yeah. the diapers, we'll, we'll end with this story. So on the way to the diaper thing, um, I want you to tell the story of uh how you and i ended up going to buy diapers what uh, it was a do you remember this yes i do remember this so we were at at the rectory and we had done stuff in the morning like you had had mass and stuff in the morning i slept you know it was great um and then we had to go to next party and uh yeah go ahead share what happened uh what where did you think diapers came from (laughs) yeah uh so the only i mean i have uh purchased diapers before I purchased diapers in seminary. We did a diaper drive, you know, for a, a women's shelter. And all those diapers I just bought on Amazon because you can buy anything on Amazon. Diapers obviously come from Amazon, but I didn't have any. I don't have same day shipping for Amazon around here. So like, OK, where do you get diapers? You get them at one of two places and two places only, probably Walmart or Target. And I spent like 10 minutes like on my phone trying to find the closest Walmart or Target on the way. And they were all out of the way. They're like nobody was on the way. Not like 30 some... minutes out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, <laughs> it would not work, you know. And after like 10 minutes of this, you're like, uh, you just said, like, you can buy diapers anywhere. I was like, what? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, and you said, you said, let's just drive straight to Nick's house and we will pass a place that sells diapers. I guarantee it. And I was like, okay. I mean, you're the diaper guy. Fine. We'll do that. Okay. And sure enough, like two minutes down the road, uh, there's a CVS, and you're like, there's going to be diapers in that CVS. And I was like, okay, if you say so, diaper You were man. like, no, I was just in the CVS yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, I have diaper blindness. I just never see them. because That's a CVS I get, like, my my drugs and stuff from. So I go there all the time because uh, I get a lot of drugs. And, there is a dark uh, it, back alley behind that CVS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a sketchier part of town, but it's close. Anywho. <laughs> uh, and sure enough, there's, like, whole, like, piles of diapers just like everywhere in the cvs that i just had no idea about before that it was so, so I was like, funny I, I learned something you know it was, it, so it was funny. definitely yeah one of my most celibate moments um during that trip <laughs> and it was just so funny like you just didn't trust me at all it was i could no. just see it on your face i was like anthony Let's get in your car, and I promise yeah. you, within two minutes, we'll find somewhere. And sure enough, a block and a half away from your church, I'm like, it's right there. Like, literally, like, we didn't speak for this minute and a half driving down the road because we were yeah. like, I mean, you're like, you don't trust me. I'm kind of frustrated that you don't trust I'm like, 
It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> we could have walked in the same amount of time that we drove. It was yeah, so absolutely. funny. I was yeah. like, this is the most like priest and like layperson dad thing I've ever seen in my life. It, it was really was. Funny. It was magical. <laughs> There's no diapers at CVS. What are you talking about? There's so many diapers at CVS. All right. So ultimately, ultimately, the the re- we we talked last time about like the church experience, but the the, the wrestling experience. Um, yeah. Do you think there's a lesson learned about? Uh, th- th- maybe there's something about um, an outsider coming into th- something that you love. Maybe there's something about crowds and people that are jerks becoming super jerks. What do you think ultimately was learned from our experience of wrestling together? I think when someone is passionate about something, whether it be a hobby or something important you can learn enough about it to appreciate why they appreciate it, but you still might not like it at the end of the day. You know, it's like, okay, I get this in sense. Like I get why you're into it. You know, I have a better understanding of that, but I still don't like it. And that's fine. And I think that's, that's fine. I think that's the lesson. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Because like, I, th- I think it's good for parents where it's like, yeah, your kids are into stuff that you're not into at least giving it a chance and like figuring out what it is. Right. Like, you know, like I like video games, but like being into Fortnite or being into like a, a show, my kids like every now and then. I'm not gonna sit here and watch Bluey all day. I know some adults watch it. You're a, you're clinically insane if you're if you're an adult watching Bluey all day. You're you're insane. But like, yeah. you know, my kids would watch a show and I'd be like, what is this? It's the stupidest. Like they're watching this goat show currently where the goat's <laughs> just bad the whole time and like very clearly stupidly fl- like i hate it so much it is so annoying <laughs> but like you have to watch like one or two episodes just to like spend time with them and be like they enjoy right having me enjoy something that they enjoy right because they do the same with me they'll sit here and watch me watch a show or watch me play a video game they don't care about but they care about me and they want to be with me and they ask questions about like daddy why is that person dying i'm like i don't know i killed them you know like, I, like it's, it's just, <laughs> they're at least engaged in, in, in the in the process so is that when you're watching um, a show or going for a walk did that scenario it, it happen? doesn't matter <laughs> either way <laughs> um i will tell you the most awkward part of the evening and mm. I, i'll tell you how i dealt with this as a lay person you can tell with tell me how you deal with this as a priest who is a fan of wrestling yeah there was a a three-woman fight mm-hmm. and by the end it's professional wrestling so mm-hmm. it's a three-woman fight with they have very little clothes on and it's mm-hmm. just three ladies just you know wrestling and very grappling with each other and uh i got real it got real awkward there in that room full of dudes where, where many were priests i'm sitting next to this priest who's not who's never watched wrestling and i yeah. just like kept looking at him like what what how do we do this you know <laughs> and uh i'll tell you how i got out of it how i how yeah. i think i i got out of it as I'm watching these three uh, scantily clad women uh, touch each other on TV, so I, um, what I do is I find the one whose uh, who's, uh, outfit I like the most, and I take a picture, and I zoom in, and I take a picture, and I'd be like, hey, this would be a nice outfit for you, and I text that to my wife. That's how I feel like I made it okay. Um, this, this would be fun, you know? Um, how do you get around, because you can't do that, how do you get around the idea that you were in a room full of 15 other dudes watching scantily clad women as a Catholic priest? It's very silly. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, when you're among wrestling fans, it's no big deal, because like they're fighting, and it's part of the thing, and it's whatever, you know? Um, and, uh, when, uh, I just, uh, a lot of my life is awkward, uh, usually not in that kind of way. Um, but I, I have grown used to being in awkward situations as a part of like my life. And so I just like use those skills and I'm like, you know what, this is happening. This is happening. And, uh, whatever. is that what you're currently doing right now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like right now on this podcast, it's happening and, um, eventually it'll end and I'll go on to the next thing, you know, and it's, uh, that's fine. <laughs> 
yeah but it doesn't yeah it doesn't bother me as much anymore it's just like okay yeah i'm interested in seeing who wins the match and how well they do the things they do and everything it's just yeah i was so mad at the end of that match the girl that i liked was winning and then yeah. she got spit in the face. The, the other girl spit juice in her face. It was the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, I, can't, I, I, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. She just spit in her mouth. I can't do it. This is so, <laughs> so, so nasty. So anyway, ultimately, it was a very strange experience for me. It was a very, uh, I felt very much like an outsider. I felt like I learned this word. I felt like the heel of the evening. <laughs> yes. For, 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 yes, for most were, of the experience. Mm-hmm. And um you know, that made me feel good because I don't know if I can be a hero, but I can damn sure be a heel in, in life. And I think people appreciate that about me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes the heels are more popular. <laughs> they, they really are. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a different website. So um, <laughs> we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to try out a new game. And hopefully everybody that hears this game will be equally split and can argue about it in a room whenever they hear it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I hope you're enjoying today's show. As many of you know, that this isn't the only show that we produce here at Forte Catholic. Um, the bulk of our ministry, the bulk of our work, is supporting other Catholic podcasts and YouTube channels and ministries with um, production work, with support and uh, editing and all that kind of stuff. We work with over 20 other great Catholic podcasts uh, that you might have heard of, like Catechism in a Year and Pints with Jack and the Restore the Glory and a bunch of other great podcasts. And in order to do that work, we need some pretty good computers in order to be able to um, work with all these video files and audio files and that sort of thing. And we are currently in need of a new MacBook for uh, for our editing. And that, that costs about $2,000 to $3,000. So we are currently um, in a fundraising campaign to, to um, help raise money to buy this computer that we need to do our work day in and day out. As many of you know, Forza Catholic is a Catholic nonprofit 501c3. We are uh, good with the Catholic Church and we are good with the government and good for your taxes. So if you'd like to support the work that we do here with the one-time gift that will go towards uh, getting this MacBook that we need in order to do our daily work. And also, if you just want like what we're doing and want to support us monthly, you can do that all at ForteCatholic.com slash donate. That's ForteCatholic.com slash donate. All one-time gifts um, until we are able to buy this computer. We'll go towards that computer and all monthly gifts uh, will help us just to maintain the work that we are doing here. We thank you so much for you guys especially those of you who are already donating and supporting we have about 40 to 50 donors giving monthly and a bunch more giving uh, one-time gifts to help us out for stuff like this we really do appreciate it again that's fortecatholic.com slash donate it's easy to give and it's a tax write-off and uh maybe just maybe it'll buy you a few minutes out of your time in purgatory enjoy the rest of the show Welcome back to For the Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is uh, a very big righty priest. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just uh, balance it out. So uh, we're gonna try something new. And anytime we try something new, I, I like you know I like games. I like sports. I like little random games. Um, and one of the games that I've been seeing a lot on the old interwebs is the like first word that comes to mind game. It's like rapid fire first word that comes to mind. So when I say orange, you think orange. <laughs> good i mean that's not how the game should be played but it is kind of funny <laughs> you're like you that's meant the good. color like, i meant the fruit <laughs> yeah that's, orange. that's a tough uh, one <laughs> yeah. so um, this is gonna go well i can tell <laughs> so whenever you said orange i thought eminem because somebody said nothing ever rhymes with orange and then eminem did a rap where he rhymed like 16 things with the word orange it's incredible yeah. um yeah. 
So our, our brains work differently. You're like, the word you just said. And I'm like, an Eminem memory deep from my brain from 20 years ago. You know, So yeah. uh, this will be fun. So what we're going to do, we're going to try this two different ways. So I'm just going to explain one now. What we're going to do is we're going to start off with like Catholic words, uh, words associated with Catholicism. Yeah. And the first word that comes to the other person's mind, that that that's what they'll say. And then if it warrants conversation, we'll talk about it. Pretty, pretty easy setup for um, for the game. But I think it'll be it'll also kind of serve as like a, a random topics generator. We might talk about each one for a little bit and see where it goes. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. I like it. OK, so I'm going to give you a word. And if you say the word, I'm going to fly back up to Pittsburgh and punch <laughs> you in the throat. <laughs> Fair enough. OK. OK, so I'm going to give you a Catholic word and you just have to immediately no thinking allowed. No thinking okay. allowed, uh, which uh, most people assume that <laughs> I tell you before every episode, but that's a whole yeah. other thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you a Catholic word. You have to tell me the first word that comes to mind, whether your word is Catholic or not, just the first word that okay, pops into Okay, doesn't have to be Catholic word, just the first word that comes no, to mind. Got it. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your Catholic word is altar rail. Communion. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, baptism. Baptist church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they get all the baptisms yeah exactly (laughs) um james the lesser oh sad i think about sad he's the lesser forever isn't that sad (laughs) he's like really like like a charlie brown sad person (laughs) so what's weird about james the lesser is like do you do you know anything at all about james the greater anything at all I don't know. Uh, I mean, the only time I will know something about them is the five minutes I prep a daily mass homily and I look them up real quick and then I'll forget it immediately after mass. So, right. Sorry, James is like the only thing I know about James the greater. Is it really something about James the greater? It's that the greater James, there were two Jameses in the, in the apostles, right? The greater James was the one that was Peter, James and John in a sailboat, Peter, James and John in a sailboat. Like anytime there was the three it's Peter, James and John. And then the other James, right? But, you know, uh, I couldn't tell you one thing that James did other than being one of the three. So, like, I can like he was there at the you at just the kind tra- of around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like he was there at the transfiguration. But he uh, like to my knowledge, he didn't talk like even if he spoke in the gospel. Who, who do I think about speaking at, at that in that story? Peter. Like that's who. So yeah, yeah. I don't, even the greater one. I don't know anything about <laughs> so, mm-hmm. the lesser one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, OK, your turn church uh, bad <laughs> <laughs> is this like a psychological exam is this like <laughs> I, I, I think so it's a rorschach test um yeah, yeah why well, that pop up um <laughs> which it's interesting because like church is actually doing a lot better here recently but yeah. maybe maybe I maybe I'm not fully healed. I, I think the reason I thought about it is because this last episode of Cleric Speaking, your podcast that gets great great and stunning reviews all the time. Yes. Um, uh, the last episode that y'all did is probably my favorite ever, which is ironic because I almost turned it off after four minutes because uh, you have to have good audio quality for Taylor to listen to your podcast. Yeah, like, I yeah, listen, I, I was I, sad. Mm-hmm. It was rough. Like it was. Uh, I know who it was, but one of your mics wasn't working correctly, and it made it very hard to listen to. But something in my brain told me, hey, you should probably listen to this. And y'all ended up talking about church hurt or like, you know, um, mostly mostly from a priest, like church hurt from a priest. Right. Um, And it was a really good conversation because like a lot of my church hurt comes from priests and a lot of the healing has come through 
priests like you and our in our in our new pastor and our, our associate pastor who was on the show a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just a really good conversation. I appreciated it, and like it got you fiery. It was like an old school Father Anthony, Father Harrison thing, where it's like yeah. anytime that there's conflict. It's good. Like our last episode that 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 I did was yeah. with Catherine Whitaker, and I talked crap about probably the most famous Texas A&M Aggie person ever with an Aggie, and like there was conflict in that episode. Oh, but yeah. the crazy thing is, is like anytime Catherine's on an episode, like Catherine's people are yeah. like they they will watch anything that Catherine does. Like they yeah. love Catherine, <laughs> and by proxy, they're starting to begin to love me. Uh-huh. And uh, like they're just the, they're just the nicest people, just uh-huh. the nicest, right? And so like they've been leaving comments and leaving uh, you know sending DMs or whatever. They're like, hey, we really enjoyed this, which is surprising. I was surprised because I kept getting DMs and I would see the name of the person and they're like, oh, big Aggie, and I'm like, do I want to <laughs> oh, read no. this? Do I want to read this? You know, like the day <laughs> or two after I just trashed Johnny Menzel. And then, like, I even got text messages from people who I know are huge Aggie fans. And, like, I opened the text, and all of them, every single one of them was, like, hey, I really enjoyed that, that episode. And I thought it was really good because, like, we, ca- we started on two varying different, very different positions. Kind of yeah. came a little bit closer together, but did not end up agreeing. Right? Kind of like sure. with me, you, and wrestling. We, when yeah. we watched wrestling together, we came closer to some understanding or appreciation of the other person, but we didn't, yeah. end, we didn't leave the night. Like either you hate wrestling or I love it now. It's just right, kind of like, right. you know, like um, so there's something good about a little bit of conflict and boy, you were fiery. I, I was like, I like this father. Y'all were fighting a little bit, but then father Harrison yeah. ended up coming around and it was just a really good episode. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, so maybe that's why it's on his mind. Cause I'm staring at you. <laughs> Church bad. Oh no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. All right. Let's do uh first word that comes to mind. I'm gonna give you one. Transubstantiation. Uh overly complicated. Oh, interesting. Uh very, very interesting. <laughs> say it's because as a word, like it used to be like, you know, when you first learn about transubstantiation, you think it's the coolest thing ever. Because indeed, it's very cool. Got uh, bread becoming God, that's amazing. And now you know this fancy theological word and you feel very fancy about it. Um, and then uh, as you kind of grow older, you're like, I, it, it's, 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 it's a helpful word, but like the church fathers never used the early ones never used church, <laughs> used transubstantiation. They said it's bread and now it's Jesus. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, why, like, why? I agree with the teaching of transubstantiation, Absolutely. but I disagree highly with the word. <laughs> What's that one like early Matt Marr song where he's the first word in the song is transubstantiation. Like that's not a good way to start a song. <laughs> it's not a good word. You know, Wait, that's a real um, thing. Yes, it's one of his very early albums. You know? No way. Absolutely. I'll find it. Oh, man. No. Uh, well, this says something, because I am was especially back in the day, big Matt Maher fan, and I've never heard the song. So uh, you're right. Not a good way to start a song. It's, not, it's just not a good word. I mean, it's a great concept. It makes a lot of sense. It, it helps explain things, but it's, it's, it's overly complicated. Which is funny, because years later, he wrote a, stong- a song called Remembrance that I actually sing a lot whenever I sing for... Mm-hmm. For masses and yeah. it you're right it is a very it's a much it still appreciates the mystery but it's a much more simple explanation you know yeah uh you know uh see his body as blood know as know that he will overcome every trial we will face uh uh 
Yeah, it's just like this is his body and his blood. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Like when I when I want to find out if um, second graders are ready for communion. Okay, what's what is the bread when it's on the altar before the priest says prayers? And they'll say it's bread. What happens Tasteless. after the priest says the prayers? Tasteless. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what happens afterwards? It's Jesus. If you get that much, you don't need the word transubstantiation. But you know. Uh, okay. Uh, candles. Wick. John Wick. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to try this a different way now. Now we're going to give each other completely random words that are not Catholic. And you yeah. have to tell me the first Catholic thing that pops into your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. You ready? Yeah. All right. Dog. Um, annihilation. Ooh, why? Uh, because it's the uh, Thomas Aquinas argument that uh, animal souls do not go to heaven. They're just annihilated. They just poof out of existence. Um, That's what I thought you meant. I just well, I was hoping it. I hope I was hoping you were. I'm not saying <laughs> I, I, I have retired from this argument. I no longer care. If you want to believe your dogs in heaven, I don't care. That's fine. Whatever. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that's the first thing that came to my mind. The best answer I've ever heard of that, because, yep. you know, I, I, I tend to agree with you. They don't have rational souls. So why would they go to heaven? But the best answer, the most pastorally, most pastoral yet correct answer is. Yep that I've ever heard was if you need for fluffy to be in heaven, fluffy will be in heaven. Yeah. Cause it's like, it comforts the person. It's like, Oh yeah. So if I need them there, I think I need them there. But the real answer is like, you don't need them. Like they're not going to be there. You know? I, so. see, I don't, I don't care for that answer. Cause it's like a trick, you know? Cause like um, it's, it's playing on people's misunderstanding that all you need is God and everything else. You know, um, but, uh, but it does work in a, in a pinch. Um, but the, the, I think the, the, the better argument is, um, when St. Paul talks about how all creation is uh, groaning for redemption and in the scripture, there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth. What exactly does that mean? It feels like it's open to the redemption of all creatures who have suffered under sin. Um, so um, that I think is, that's a, that's a way into a little more theological. Boring. Fine, fine. <laughs> Annihilation. Your dog's not even going to hell. It's pooping out of existence forever. And you know what? You won't care. How about that? you're gonna have to do it <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to do old it. yeller style <laughs> <laughs> there's some negative comments i don't care yeah, fluffy might be in heaven why not i don't care uh okay. the, uh, some other fun arguments some other fun arguments. fluffy won't be there but pikachu will because like why go to heaven if i can't be a pokemon master or live out that childhood dream uh right. secondarily why would i need dog when there's a lion with a giraffe's neck like there's way more cool creatures up there's in heaven, definitely cooler know? stuff in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that angel has so many wings and eyeballs. <laughs> this is amazing. Go away, Fluffy. This is my new pet. This is my the new Archangel pet. Michael. <laughs> yes. And he doesn't poop. And he doesn't poop on the carpet either. Right, there. Exactly. <laughs> he goes in the toilet like a big boy. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of archangels. Um, yeah. <laughs> Next time I, I say the St. Michael Frere, I'm like, defend me in battle. He's going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> defend me in battle. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so uh, like two episodes ago, you, you know, it's a thing that I give people fake middle names, right? Yes. I am so deep into this fake middle name thing yeah. that Chris Bartlett mentioned Raphael in, a, in an episode uh, yeah. two two weeks ago. And I was like, 
something in my brain is telling me that that's Father Anthony's middle name. But I have made up so many fake ones that yes. I'm like 60% that it's your real middle name. But there's 40% like, I don't know, man. We might have just been talking about that sometime. <laughs> no, it's definitely Scaramucci. Um, that's definitely. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. it, is, it, is, it is Raphael. Yeah, okay, Raphael's middle name. I do feel better. I was like, I think that's real, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, Next you word. need to give me a random word, and I'm going to yeah. connect it to the first thing Catholic I can think of. Coffee. Coffee, beans, ground. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> I, I don't think I want you to say it either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to. I'm gonna, I have to break the rules again. I can't get the one thing that's in my head out of my head, though. Uh, Let me get- co- coffee, uh, w- waking up. Someone fell asleep. Uh, the, the guy, uh, who was it? That, was it Samuel? The calling of Samuel while he's sleeping. And he's like, uh, God, yeah. Yeah, come, yeah. come be my follower. And he's like, you know, uh, I think it's the old man next door. Let me go see if he's calling me. And, uh, and then that was the first time. the old Who's the old man? Eli? No. Was it Eli? He was, I don't know. It was the priest of the old temple, that, not the temple in Jerusalem. And his sons were really bad. Um, and God was going to remove, was going to have them die, and Samuel was going to take over. What is his name? Can't remember. I, th- I think it's Eli. Eli. Raphael. We're going to go with Raphael. Raphael, Raphael um, Scaramucci. But um, Joseph. <laughs> good last name. Good job. Yep. We're good at we're good at thinking of words. Um, it's it's the, my it's one of my favorite stories because it's that that game that I really hate. Some, a game that I hate worse than wrestling is the yeah. I I'm not I didn't call you. Did you ever play that? Did y'all, was that a thing up north where I, like somebody from across the school would be like, "Hey Anthony," and then you'd look and they'd be like, "I didn't call you." <laughs> no, no, that's oh dude, it was the worst game. It was like that a way to dumb. bully people that isn't bullying, but the bullies thought it was. Yeah, like I'm like you, you, you clearly called me. <laughs> like, yeah, because, why... because you're the person that said I'm not calling you, and then you and all your fat friends are all laughing now. <laughs> I, I never understood it. I never understood it. Um, but that's the first game of I didn't call you. Yes, I didn't call you. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Amazing. So I, I'm gonna say that was the first thing that popped into my head, even though it was clearly second. Okay, you tell me after the show. I, I, I uh, will maybe. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Completely random word, Amazon. Um, Amazon, uh, 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 hangers, hangers, because, um, yeah, we very bought, biblical. <laughs> uh, no, it is, uh, hangers specifically for vestments. Uh, we get the, because ah. like the vestments need these long, big hangers, and you actually can buy them. They're like for quote unquote dresses, but they work perfectly for our vestments. And we bought like a whole bunch of them, and I love them. So that's 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 my connection. Such that work is that? I mean, it works. It just it's revealing more about you than I thought. But both of us have said things that have revealed stuff about ourselves. Mine was deep, and yours is just you're such a nerd. Oh no, absolutely. This is something I have to do every day. Like regular hangers don't work, and your vestments fall off them, and they're super annoying. We still have a bunch of them in there. Then you have these really big hangers that you can't pull through the neck. You have to like push off this. I hate those too. Ugh. And when it's 7 a.m. in the morning, I'm like cranky about everything. And if I have a nice hanger, you know what? That's a treat. That's a win for that day. So there you go. <laughs> you take more clothes off and on of a hanger in a week than I do in a year. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I All I wear is T-shirts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like I'll go to a wedding and be like, oh, I have to go into my closet. I haven't seen my closet 
in six months. <laughs> you know, I, I just go to my drawers where all the shorts and t-shirts go. go. Yeah, I got all my dress pants, my shirts, my vestments. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking oh, of that, yeah. did you did you see that? It, it kind of went viral on the on the internet this week. Did you see the picture of Justin Bieber and his wife? And uh, and it was it was it was like the picture of the week or whatever. And it was I didn't it's know a he picture. Was Oh, <laughs> yes, he's been married for a while. Um, uh, but he's dressed like he looks like a slob. Yeah. And she's dressed. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. She's wearing this gorgeous dress and heels like she is. She's dressed like she's going to the Met Gala. He's dressed like yeah. he's like going out to the backyard to mow, you know, like like. So everybody's like making fun of them because or, or making fun of him. Like, oh, what a slob. Like he's not. Yeah. And, and, and I showed it to my wife. And I'm like, hey, look, this is how we dress when we go out to eat. You know, like she gets all dolled up and I'm wearing this, you know, a T-shirt, shorts. And like I'm a lot of times now I'm just wearing my slippers when I go out to eat. Like I don't even want to put on shoes. You know, I'm getting so lazy, I'm getting too fat. I can't lean over and tie my shoes anymore. I'm just wearing the slippers, you know. Um, you want to know the most ironic part of this story? What? She's dressed like she's going to the Met Gala. He's dressed like he's just going to his back backyard. Do you know where they were going? No idea. Krispy Kreme donuts. He was dressed appropriately. <laughs> he, he was, was dressed the one dressed appropriately. Yes. So but I will say that is one of like uh, a, a weird pet peeve I have. Like if I'm going to a restaurant and then this girl's like wearing this nice dress and everything, and the guy's wearing like cargo pants and a t-shirt, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Well, you just just put some effort into it, you know? It's like I'm I it's a weird thing. Like I'm forced to wear boring stuff all the time. You're out there with this nice lady. Try what's what's wrong with you? But guys get really upset with me whenever I say this, so I don't know. I just don't care. I've been married for eleven years. Do you really? Think I think three? it's different when you're married for eleven years. But like these are like obviously like a couple dating. Where I don't know. It just like I put some effort into it every once in a while. Did Did you feel like a spurned girlfriend when we went out to eat and you were dressed in your fancy priest stuff and I was wearing shorts and a t shirt? Oh no 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 no! Because my fancy priest stuff is just like my everyday wear. Um, actually, I hate I hate dress pants so much. I wish I had the courage just to wear dr- jeans and my clerical shirts. I like my clerical shirts. These are very comfy, but I hate wearing dress pants so much. I don't think I've ever seen you in jeans. And I think it, I, my mind, it's the funniest image I've ever had in my life. <laughs> On my day off, it's jeans. When I'm like done with stuff, it's jeans. I, I just hate dress pants. I, we've been yeah. friends for seven years and I've never seen you wear jeans. <laughs> Most of the time, you only see me from the waist up too you know it's just like this is like just like how, how the camera works as well but yes i'm wearing dress pants that, but yeah so funny that is so funny um okay let, let, let's do let's do one more each we were playing a game <laughs> i forgot yeah uh, let's do one more each i don't remember where we were but I'm, I'm gonna give you one more random word you give me one more the random yeah. word is star wars um uh uh gnosticism um interesting yeah. why is that uh well gnosticism was the first one that came to my mind i'm thinking more of of a manichaeanism or like a dualism no it just uh, star wars is like is is a conglomeration of different like religious beliefs which are heretical to catholic faith the idea that like good and evil are equal opposing forces is something that seeps into people's understanding of like you see this a lot especially like it's it's jesus versus the devil and it's like who's gonna win it's like it's obviously jesus because he's god and the devil's a creation and is infinitely less powerful than him why this isn't as dramatic as you think it is um so yeah, I, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually like Star Wars. It's fun, but it's not a great religious 
this thing. It's a heresy, you know. So, so there you go. It, it's interesting that you said Gnosticism first because, yeah. uh, like, literally there's the a reason hidden knowledge aspect. Yeah, right. There, there is, and they're trying to break that actually. Mm-hmm. So, at literally right now, I have you on my big TV. I'm looking through my camera onto you, and the yeah. reason I, I like we talked about brick from Anchorman a couple of weeks ago. Like, I'm just picking things out in my room and naming them. Like yeah. right now on my screen, it is me and you, and then two Star Wars posters. One of which is Ahsoka fighting Darth Vader, and the other is the Rebels. And that's why I thought. But like literally right now, the Ahsoka series is going on, and uh, yeah. as we're recording this, Episode Three just came out, and I just watched it. And they're actually trying to fight against this Gnosticism idea because the Gnosticism uh, it, it within Christianity, or I guess it wasn't Christianity. That is a heresy that I kicked out. But you know what I mean. People yeah. that were in, yeah. within Christianity believing it was like, oh, we have a special knowledge, or we are seeking special mm-hmm. knowledge, right? Yeah. And what Ahsoka is actually trying to do is like. You know, no, the force is in everyone and is available to everyone. Like, it's yeah. not just for the Skywalkers. It's not just for people who have the special knowledge. Actually, Ahsoka is trying to bring somebody else into it of like, just open your eyes to it. You're just closed off to it, which I thought was really interesting. Yes, of course, it's not a one to one, but it was more of a like, it's like, for me, it was like, this isn't just for the special people. You can do it too. You're just closed off to it, which is like, essentially, like, you know. Yeah. A hundred years ago, it was like the holiness of Catholicism is just for the priests and the lay people uh, are, are just not cool enough or not not holy enough or not smart enough or whatever. Yeah, Can't yeah, read. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, with, with, you know, there's been a big movement in the last you know couple of decades of like, no, this is for everybody and everybody. Can right. Seek it. And that it's is been mm-hmm. it's been mostly a good thing, except for the people who yell at me on the Internet for not getting the joke. Yeah, they're not holy. They don't have the secret knowledge. They don't have the secret knowledge of humor. <laughs> right, exactly. The worst part about, because uh, on Twitter or X or whatever the heck it is now, yeah. there's that meme of like joke and it's just a constantly, or a, a, a gif of uh, yeah. the joke constantly going over your head. But I can't respond with gifs on YouTube shorts or on Instagram. And it makes me so angry because yeah. that's all I want to do. I don't want to actually argue with these people. I just want to say you're an idiot with a gif. And uh, yeah. I can't do it. Okay, you have to give me one more word and then we'll be done. Hat. Hat, uh, bishop, bishop oh, with, yeah. his li- with his little they Jewish wear hat. Silly that he hats. Wears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're little yarmulkes that they wear. And uh, oh, those ones, yeah, the little skull caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like those a lot. My my favorite. <laughs> it is, it is always cool to be at a mass with a bishop, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, where I've gotten this like quote unquote secret knowledge that I've that I've obtained about sure. it, one of my favorite questions to ask people is like typically, typically, I'm not talking to the bishop, but I as like the speaker or MC or whatever, um, I'm I, I I don't have a direct line to the bishop, but I can get to his MC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guy yeah, that yeah. travels with it does. So one of my favorite questions to ask, not because I'm actually intrigued. This is the opposite of me asking you about wrestling stuff. Not because sure. I'm actually intrigued, but just to watch them try to answer the question is mm. uh i saw the bishop was taking off his yarmulke and putting on his yarmulke multiple times throughout the mass can you explain to me why and it takes them 30 minutes for them to go you know what i don't really know you know like like they try <laughs> to explain it they go through all the training they've ever had and the actual yep. answer is i don't know man <laughs> it's just what the rules say give me yeah. a break <laughs> i just try not to lose it every time i go to a different parish that's that's all they're worried about <laughs> it's just so funny to me i i have that's done great. that i don't know probably four or five different times and just the whole 30 minutes i'm just smiling and like oh, nice. <laughs> you're coming across as a genuinely interested parishioner but really you're just a jerk <laughs> yeah, 100% 100% anytime I look like a genuine uh, parishioner 
I'm probably a jerk. Anytime I look like a jerk, I'm probably trying to be a good Catholic. That's just my <laughs> life in a nutshell. So, all right, we're going to take a break. And whenever we come back, we're going to have a real conversation and not just throw random words at each other. Don't go anywhere. One of our big projects right now is we are going back and remastering all of our older episodes. We've been around for quite some time now, and uh, we've gotten a little bit better at the old editing process. Uh, so we are doing this in conjunction because we're trying to get all of our podcasts over onto YouTube, uh, but also uh, right here in your feed. We know uh, we can see it. We see the numbers that a lot of you are going back and listening to the old episodes, which uh, good for you because I think we're doing a little bit better these days. It's it's kind of been funny for me to, to go back and... Uh, see how much we've uh, improved over the years especially uh just by having co-hosts me by myself talking to a camera like i'm doing right now isn't the most entertaining it's more entertaining when i'm talking to father anthony i understand that um but one of the things that we haven't asked for in a while, and one of the things that I've noticed as I've been doing this project, is we haven't gotten a new Apple Podcast review in years. I know that you guys are listening all over the place. You're listening on Spotify. You're listening on, on YouTube. You're listening on Apple Podcasts. But the, the majority of you are listening on Apple Podcasts. If you are, whether this is your first time listening, or this is your 100th time listening, or you've uh, come across one of our newly remastered episodes, uh, please go and leave a five-star rating. It really does help kind of boost us in the rankings so that other people can can find the show we really do appreciate it and maybe i'll uh i'll read your review here on the show if you if you're funny or cool uh, only if it's five stars only if it's five stars leave a five-star review on apple podcast if you're listening there we really would appreciate it enjoy the rest of the show welcome back to Fort catholic i am taylor shrew and that is taylor sharapa sharapa that is your new Oof. name now uh, uh yeah I, I hated that um <laughs> <laughs> so uh what we're gonna do now is i'm gonna sit, share uh some random reflections or revelations that I've had about me and about Jesus. Because oh, uh, okay. there's not, there's no two people that I think about more than me and Jesus. No two people that I care about more than me and Jesus. Um, uh, okay, yeah. So here, here was my first thing. Because uh, when I was traveling this summer, people always ask, or, or not always, people often ask, like, your qualifications. Like, what? so why sure. are you here? Like, what do you why? do? You know, like, what? What? What, what made you think you could talk to these people, you know? Um, <laughs> and so I tend to lead, for, for a plenitude of reasons, I tend to lead with, like, you know, I've been doing this for almost, like, for, for almost 15 years. Like, I, I, I've been around. Like, I, I've been doing this thing, right? I've had a weekly gathering podcast for eight years. I've been speaking, leading worship for almost 15. Because there's two reasons that I don't talk about my schooling. One, speaking of left and right. If, if somebody is like asking like, hey, what are your qualifications? Because we might want to book you to come yeah. speak. I try to avoid that question because uh, where I went to undergrad is like a leftist Catholic college. And yeah, where sure. I went to grad school for a year is a very right, rightish, I don't know, right wing Catholic college. Yeah. So um, because I like to make money, I am like Paul. I have become all things to all people. If, if, mm -hmm. if you're a leftist group, uh, I'm going to kind of. Uh, I'm still going to be me, but I'm not going to be like, you know, we need altar rails or what. I'm, I'm not going to bring up that side of me, right? I'm going to kind of suppress sure. that side to become all things to this group of people. But then when somebody comes on the right side, it's like, I'm not going to sing, come to the feast of heaven and earth you know, here at the table of plenty. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I figured out how to do this over my <laughs> almost 15 years of doing this. But yeah. I don't, I like for people to like, like me first or like, like, if you're going to like me, 
it's because it's because of what I do, right? Not, not yeah. I'm not saying everybody likes what I do, but if you're gonna like me, I want it to be because of what I do, not because of where I went to school. Because a lot of yeah. people, if they hear either place that I went to school and they have a preconceived notion, they're already yeah. gonna hate mm-hmm. me. And I, you know what I'm not like? I'm not like the place where I went to undergrad, and I'm not like the place I went to grad school. I am somewhere yeah. in between, you know. Yeah. Um. So. Why did I bring this up? Oh, I brought this up because um, I, 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 it wasn't that I got tired of people challenging my credibility, but uh, I, I thought of a, a, a fun little anecdote uh, because I dropped out of grad school and I was given a talk near where I went to grad school. And they were like, oh, oh so what did you get your master's degree in? I was like, well, actually, I'm a, I'm a grad school dropout. You know, I uh, had to you know do this thing called get a job to provide for my thing called a wife and child. You know, mm-hmm. so I was... Um, Maybe feeling a little bad that I didn't finish my master's degree. And then I had this great revelation. Okay. Jesus did not have a master's degree. Uh, I, I don't like what you have said, but I also cannot disagree with it. He didn't, he it did is, not get, he it did is not not get a master's degree. No, he did not, not get a master's degree. So, you know what I have? I have one, one more year of master's level training than Jesus did. You know what else I have that Jesus doesn't have? Uh-huh. What? I didn't finish grad school, but you know what I did do? I double do? majored in four years. I have two whole degrees. You know, I know how many Jesus has? I think he has zero degrees. He has yeah. zero degrees. So yeah. I I am more qualified to speak at your church than Jesus, if you're asking me about my degrees. <laughs> if, if, if the qualification <laughs> is degrees from the modern era, then yes, yes, you are, in that case, more qualified than Jesus. So, and what I mean is, what ultimately all this means is, well, one, I'm going to get hate mail from people who don't understand jokes. But two, it's <laughs> stop asking where I went to college. It's not, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the whole point. It's, that's it's, wh- it's shocking that anyone cares about that anymore. Like, why, is, <laughs> why does anyone care about this anymore? It's yeah. most, anyway, yeah. <laughs> like, especially, especially like with, with, me, with me, it's like, yeah. you have, back when I first started doing this and the internet was less of a deal yeah, uh, and like not just me, but literally nobody, like if you wanted to hear somebody talk, you had to bring them out or like go listen right. to something like, bro, <laughs> there is 550 hours of me recorded on the internet. Go yeah. figure out if you like me or not. <laughs> like watch 10 minutes of a talk at double time. Like, yeah. It, so it makes the deg- like a degree used to be like kind of a safety net for the people like oh he has degrees or whatever like so that if yeah. so that the, if I'm bad if the person's bad you'd be like well they went to this great Catholic school or they went like bro like you should know what you're getting it's like before I would book anybody to come to an event I'd go watch them give a talk on YouTube like it's not that hard you know. Yeah, you know, it's it's the same thing. Same thing happens in parishes. Like to get certain titles in my diocese, you have to have a master's degree. And so we would just give people different titles with the same job because like, no, this is the person we want and they're good. Just because they don't have a master's degree doesn't mean they're not like the perfect fit. So we'll just give them a different title and hire them for the same exact job that the official title would be. Yeah, it's it's goofy. I understand. And the even worse, I saw somebody quote unquote get demoted for that. They oh. were the director of youth ministry, and the diocese right. can't decided be a without a you can't be a director. You're a coordinator. He got yep. demoted after 15 years of service. Yeah, he got demoted, and it wasn't just a title thing, which is like to heck with you, right? That's not the yeah, word I yeah. want to use, but um, they dem- they they took away his money. 
Oh, they were yeah, like, oh, direct wrong. directors, because you went to masters. Directors make twenty thousand more, so they took away his money. I'm like, bro, he, he, if you thought he was bad, you would have fired him fourteen years and six months ago. Like, you clearly yeah, like the that's guy. Wrong. Maybe, maybe and also, so like it. sometimes when I hear where they got their master's degree from, I trust them less depending on the school too. It's like I, I'd rather have you have no masters than from that you know crazy school. You know, it's it's very silly. It's a very silly thing. Uh, next random, uh, uh, thought about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus never went to Latin mass. He said one mass and it was in the vernacular. Uh, see this one I actually disagree with a little bit. So if you're talking about, you, you can't, it's factual. You cannot disagree with it. Do, oh, here's the question. Do I turn bread and wine, uh, into Jesus or does Jesus do that? Yep. I don't do that. It's Jesus doing it. I literally can't do that. That's why could I'm ordained. So that could Jesus it happen it if you me. weren't there? Um, I mean, you would need another priest there. But uh, could it happen like if saying, the person like, of a priest wasn't there? It's like saying, could Jesus have mass if he wasn't there? Doesn't. That, I don't, I, now I'm confused. Um, <laughs> you confused my brain. <laughs> because I'm sorry, one follow-up question broke your argument. <laughs> listen, I it's it's I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. You know the new. Um, <laughs> The new ex- expansion for a cyberpunk came out. So anyway, but, but I have to say that Jesus celebrates every mass. Like that is a truth, right? Man, this is interesting. Cause we, we, I get what you're saying. We talked about kind of yeah. some of this stuff before. Yeah. Um, uh, because my, my first question is, does Jesus celebrate mass or is Jesus celebrated at mass? And I think the answer is yes again. <laughs> yeah, the answer both. is yes yeah. for that. It is yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah. He is the priest, the altar, and the sacrifice. And it's really confusing, but that's how right. we have to yeah. say it, you know? <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I, I get yes. I get your point that yes, he's 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 been present in every mass and he has celebrated yeah. the matter, whatever. Um you could say in a certain way he's he's spoken Latin very well and very poorly, and he said mass very well and very poorly in a certain sense. I don't know, uh, but certainly, certainly in his uh, historical time on uh, Earth um, before death and resurrection, he only said one mass, and it was certainly in the vernacular. So, so there. I mean, you you, you have a point. I just want to, you know, avoid some angry comments on the YouTube. Technically, Jesus says every mass. Uh, and technically, there's only one mass, and it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. These are my favorite things, because I like finding things that are technically true that are clearly tongue-in-cheek, except for the people on the internet that don't realize that it's tongue-in-cheek. Yes. <laughs> You'll like this one. This is the opposite. So if you were mad about the last one, the yeah. people who like the Latin mass will, uh, or, or who didn't like my comments on that one will probably like my comments here. I'm going to win them back. Okay, okay. Jesus never had a light show for all of his talks. You know, like because modern day, True. there's light shows and, and big, big speakers and all this kind of stuff. But, to, oh, okay, okay. But he definitely had quite the entrance when he came in walking on water. So, yeah, that's no true. light show, but still a little panache. He, he, he's not beyond theatrics here and there, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know, the, 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 the casting, the, the, taking down tables and causing a ruckus like he knows he knows how to make an impression when he wants to <laughs> right. you know the whole i mean I, i'm not listening to you until you heal my friend's glaucoma <laughs> yeah it's it's i mean as far as I, I was gonna say he never had like a fog machine but he had something better 
on the transfiguration, he's glowing, right? It's almost like a light show. <laughs> a cloud of God's presence comes around him. And that's, you can find that at any Protestant megachurch, uh, <laughs> you know, an invitation of that. So, you know, there is that. But he never had um, a PowerPoint or like a slideshow with the lyrics of the songs he was singing. He definitely didn't have that. So it's kind of hard to figure out jesus liturgical preferences <laughs> one of my favorite lines like honestly it like t- makes me tear up every uh holy week yeah is whatever jesus is um it's uh right after the breaking of the bread so mm-hmm. like you know the thing we we're talking about just a few minutes ago um there's a small little line that says and then they sang a hymn and then it's yeah. the next chapter like and yeah, then yeah, it yeah. goes into like he's about to die right mm-hmm. um it is so cool to me as somebody who's been a, I know people don't like this term, the worship leader, right? What are we yeah. doing? We are worshiping. What am I doing? Leading. I'm a worship leader. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> it's just a descriptive term. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, yeah. um, oh, I don't like you calling yourself a Catholic speaker. Well, what do you do? Yeah, I speak. What are you? I'm Catholic. I'm a Catholic speaker. I, I don't know what you want. So. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, and then he's singing him. It's just so cool to me thinking like of like Jesus, the worship leader. Like we we hear all these cool stories and we like see them happen more. But this was just kind of mentioned. Like we see Jesus walk on water. We see him give these big talks. We see him, you know, heal people's glaucoma. But what we don't see is like <laughs> him leading a hymn. And I just think it's so cool that like Jesus yeah. would have sang like a psalm or some kind of. He would have sung a lot. You know, that was yeah. part of you know just Jewish like worship and prayer and stuff. So he would have. Uh... I imagine he probably had a good voice. Jesus was a worship leader, so so am I. I'm being like Jesus. Okay. Amen. Um, no notes. No notes. Uh, unless you're sitting in the Presbyterian church, and then all the notes will be in Latin. So in plenty of notes. Uh, there's two more. Two more. Okay. okay. One, Jesus was a big fan of conferences. He spoke to big crowds. There was insufficient <laughs> food. It was probably annoying to get there. Like there's these famous. And the food stories. wasn't even good. If there was <laughs> right. food, it wasn't right. good. It was barley loaves and fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone's hungry. Uh. Well, uh, we need to figure this out. It's like yeah, th- that's every Catholic conference you've ever been to. Poorly run, yeah. poorly planned, not enough food, big crowds, this sort of thing, right? And yeah. a lot of people have been pretty anti-big conferences, big events here recently. Yeah, um, it's been a thing now. Yeah. Uh. But also, he mm. loved small group ministry because everybody's oh, like. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that I've been hearing a lot is like everybody's so pro small group ministry now that they're trying to be anti-conference. And I'm like, bro, you can't be. You can't be. Jesus Jesus Sermon on the Mount. He spoke to 5,000 dudes, which means there's probably 15,000 people there. Just roundabouts. Right. Like that's a that is a conference. Like that is a big group. But then he'd speak to the big groups all the time. And then he and then he would speak to the 12th, the disciples literally sitting at the feet of him. Right. Like so. He did both. So I, I'm just tired of people saying that you like only conferences work because everybody my age had their conversion to a conference or right. only small groups work and conferences don't. I'm like, just shut up and read the gospel. I'm getting so annoyed by it. That's where this <laughs> that's where this came from. It was just like, yeah, Jesus did both. So we should do both, too. Now, leave me alone. That yeah. a lot of this is just me being grumpy and finding creative ways to say it. <laughs> that's mostly your podcast. But anyway, uh... <laughs> You know, it's this thing, and it's uh, when you're a commentator or an online personality, or you just have a Twitter or an X, like, and I fall into this temptation too. Like, the only way to come up with something interesting is to say, oh, this thing everyone likes is actually bad without like any kind of like nuance and stuff. So, yeah, relational ministry is great. There should be more of a focus on it. But like, conferences are good too. And like, 
we we can and do have both of those things. You don't have to like hate one and you know. So yeah, that's silly. Yeah, you know why people came to Jesus? One, because they heard he was a good preacher. That was their way in. And the yeah. second gets into the last thing I'm gonna share. Okay. Why did people come to Jesus? Because they heard they could heal their friends got glaucoma. Like yeah. legitimately. People came from far and wide because they heard that he could do miracles. That's yeah. he was a show. He was a circus. This is why people came. So um, <laughs> people have been gotten very mad about healing ministry over this last summer. Mm-hmm. Jesus is a fan of healing ministry. That's the last oh, yeah. sentence. Jesus is a huge fan of healing ministry. And honestly, it was the primary driver to get people to him. Not saying it's the most important thing he did. I'm just saying it was one of the primary drivers to get people to him. So everybody that's hating on healing ministry can suck it. That, that's where I'm at. I'm getting so <laughs> mad here at the end of the episode. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Once again, no notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you think we've made enough people mad yet? I think we did a really good job of making people mad this time. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, A plus. Uh, Hitler's Hitler's wife is definitely going to be in the comments. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna get a one star review. It's probably going to be from somebody I really care about. You know? <laughs> oh, that would be sad. Hopefully, it's you're, not you're the worst. You disagreed with me on the internet. Wah! <laughs> I like how. Uh, I, it was very funny because I thought this was just going to be a very fun segment because I thought I had uh, been creative enough to get away from my anger. And nah, it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned it up some more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, that's our show. I'm Taylor Schroll. I'll be back next week. That is Father Anthony Scaramucci, Raphael Sharapa. And he will be back in a month. Adios. See ya. Thank you guys for watching and listening today. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please hit that subscribe button wherever you are watching or listening. And as we mentioned earlier, if you're looking for something else to listen to and uh, have just started listening here in the last few years, we've got hundreds and hundreds of episodes from way back in the day that... you can go listen to right now. Also on our YouTube channel, we've got all kinds of stuff. We've got this show. We've got Allison Sullivan's podcast. We've got uh, talks and our uh, pop culture series. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. YouTube.com slash Catholic. Head on over, subscribe, and uh, watch some videos today. We hope that you have a great week. Love you.